usually with massive action also comes inconsistency because at some point that massive action becomes unsustainable. And when we take massive inconsistent action, what it normally leads to at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of the year is ordinary results. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. One of the biggest things that you see in our society is something to the effect of this, where we talk about massive action. The path to success is to take massive determined action. Okay. And we get fed that a lot in our society where we think that, you know, books are written about it. Motivational things are posted on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook about how if you want something, you have to be willing to take just massive action to be able to get it. And by no means am I saying that Tony Robbins is wrong because I'm actually a big fan of Tony Robbins, but massive action is a path to success or it's a way that we can become successful. But is it the only way? And for many people, is it the best way? And that's really what I'm here to talk to you about. Because one of the interesting things when we really look at massive action and does it quote unquote solve all problems? Well, one of the things that happens with massive action is we take massive action and usually with massive action also comes inconsistency because at some point that massive action becomes unsustainable. And when we take massive inconsistent action, what it normally leads to at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of the year is ordinary results rather than perhaps what we're going to talk about today, which is taking more small kind of sustainable actions I think, in playing the long game to be able to achieve extraordinary results. And the interesting thing is that just kind of simply speaking, if we really look at one of the, I mean, a big reason that we achieve goals or we actually form habits in our personal and or professional lives, really what matters most, again, kind of big picture speaking and whether this happens, is it's dictated by two factors if you're going to undergo some type of behavior change. It's how much motivation you have to actually make the change and the degree of the change that you are trying to make. 
we see this all the time in New Year's resolutions, right? Where we see the person that is going from, I'm not working out at all to I'm going to work out five days a week for an hour a day. Or we say, you know what? Didn't get the business results that I wanted in 2020. So in 2021, I'm going to take massive action and I'm going to start prospecting 50 people a day. Okay. Again, if you want to, both of those examples are huge degrees of behavior change. And you can do that and you can stick with it if your motivation is supremely high. And if you're willing to, what I sometimes call the price of admission, if you're willing to give up a lot of other things here on the other side, where it's, you know what, I have a burning desire to do this. And no matter what gets in my path, I'm willing to give up everything else in different areas of my life to be able to do this or to be able to achieve and accomplish this thing. And for most of the people that preach massive action, that's really what they're talking about is they're saying, you know what, you better if you're going to take this massive action, have this high degree of motivation or this willingness to just forego or give up kind of these things in other areas of your life, or you're not going to be successful. But I would actually wager that the big chunk of people that have become successful, high achieving, fulfilled, whatever you want to call it, are actually people that haven't necessarily taken the massive action. I mean this in a good way, taken the massive action that they say that they've actually done more of the stacking kind of small wins up over time and really look at playing the long game. Because when you do this, it doesn't require such a I have to give up everything on this other side, or I have to make sure that I have this absolutely burning desire in the pit of my belly every single day when I wake up to be able to get to where I want to go. And that's really what we're going to talk about here today, because I think it's it's something that I've challenged myself to do personally, professionally, athletically, because I'm not wired with a lot of this. I am very much a, I'm either all in or I'm all out. And I can be all in and I can do that for a while, but what comes on the other side of that is typically some type of burnout. You know, and I've, I've used it to be able to write a lot of the books in the Outperform book series. I've done it with different projects, with different business goals, and it works well, I think, with finite goals where you have a deadline, you have something that you're looking to complete, but it's not necessarily the best thing long-term. And I think in if we're talking from a business perspective, if we're talking about what Simon Sinek calls the infinite game of business, I don't think it's really the best way to have sustainable success and the best way to do things over time. So let's deconstruct this a little bit. Now, you've seen this certainly in the last LinkedIn Live that I did, and I think I shared it in the first one as well. But this is, this is where outperformers live when we talk about the process. They live at the intersection or the meeting point of the things that matter and the things that they can control and where those things intersect is what they focus on every single day. Now, when you look at your 2021 goals and what you are looking to do, there are undoubtedly certain things, certain controllable activities and actions that matter that move the needle more than others, okay? If you have a business goal, if you're looking to grow a sales territory, it's probably prospecting or depending on where you're at, it could be following up, it could be presenting, but 
there are things that matter, activities and actions that outweigh some of the others. If it's health, it could be nutrition, it could be exercise. If it's happiness, it could be something doing intentional acts of gratitude and things like that. But what I, the reason that I bring this up initially is that if we're looking at the things that matter and the things that you can control and the intersection of those is, I want you to really think about, okay, who do I want to be in 2021 and what do I want to do? But then also, what is one simple controllable activity and action that I can do? That is something that really matters. That moves the needle more than others that I could focus on every single day. And it could be something different than what you're doing right now, or it could be something that you are actually already doing that you just want to do a little bit better, or maybe you want to do a little bit more of. And the interesting reason and, and kind of the way to look at it on why this works is to look at the small changes actually having massive results or having massive changes is to look at what's on your screen right now. And this is just Google image that I pulled up. I think it was written on a napkin. But you look at kind of the squiggly line going up of the small changes. This is the boring part of excellence that we typically don't talk about in our society. We just look at the massive action instead of, okay, what if I were to actually take just some small incremental step and activity and action in something that matters every single day stacked up consistently over time, that will lead to a massive change. Not in a day, probably not in a week, but certainly in a month and over a quarter, over a year, over many years, things will look completely different in your personal or professional life versus what we get fed is I need everything right now. We need to take massive action and we need to absolutely make this happen uh, right away, basically as soon as possible. And just to give you a couple of personal examples from my own life, if, <clears throat> if you've heard me speak on one of my goal achievement presentations, I will usually bring up the example of my 2019 speaking. Speaking is the largest component of my business. COVID obviously made it very interesting having to pivot over to the virtual side of things. But speaking for large groups and speaking live in front of audiences was the largest revenue generator in my business. And I'm still relatively new at it. But going into 2019, I said, I am going to make 2019 the best speaking year I've ever had in my business. And when I looked at it, when I kind of looked at the metrics of the number of people I need to prospect or I needed to contact to be able to book a speaking engagement, I basically broke it down in my thing, my tiny little small change that mattered and something that I could control was I just said, I'm going to contact three people a day and three people a day contacting them about, hey, um, would you like a leadership, a goal achievement speaker, a psychology of peak performance? Contacting three people in a day really doesn't matter. And 15 people in a week, well, it kind of matters Monday through Friday. But what I found with metrics looking at my business is that if I contact 15 people in a week, sales being sales, probably at least 10 of those are not going to get back to me. The three to five people that do get back to me will have a follow-up call or will have a meeting. And from that, I can pretty reliably book one speaking engagement. This is what happened in 2019. 
And I disciplined myself to just take that small change and to say, every day I am going to contact three people. And by the end of the year, I ended up speaking 54 times. So more than more than the 50 that I set out to do, more than one week. And I was really happy with that because that was the goal that I set at the beginning of the year. But instead of doing what I feel like is innately Scott Welly that I want to do where I want to roll up my sleeves and I just want to say, okay, let's dig in and I'm going to contact 30 people a day and I'm going to do that for a short period of time, probably going to burn out doing it. And I'm going to go through these periods and kind of these ebbs and flows of doing a ton of stuff and then not doing anything. It was just a much more sustainable path for me to be able to do what I did. And I would encourage you to look at it, whether you're looking at it personally, professionally, or anything else, to look at something very similarly where you say, I am going to take this thing that almost seems so insignificantly small or seems like it doesn't matter that that I'm almost embarrassed to tell you what it is. Like I used to meet up with other speakers and maybe they would see something on social media and they would say, well, Scott, it looks like you're speaking a lot. What are you doing? I said, I'm contacting three people a day. And of course I was doing other things beyond contacting three people a day. But my thing that I committed to was contacting three people a day. And people would always come back to me and they would say, well, you, you, you got to be doing more than that. Like it, it has to be something else other than just three people a day. And I said, no, I'm contacting three people a day. But the interesting thing about contacting three people a day is I contacted three people a day, regardless of whether I felt like it, regardless of whether I was traveling, regardless of whether I already had a speaking engagement, regardless of whether I had a day off, Either I would take the day off or I'll contact six the day before. I was very good and I very reliably did not miss I'm going to contact my three people a day. And that is where when you look at things being stacked up over time and the small changes, okay, if the small changes and contacting the three people a day for an entire year, the little incremental improvement, well, that led to the massive change or that led to the the breakthrough goal on something that I hadn't done at the end of 2019. And again, I'd encourage you to look at it exactly the same way because this really truly is the boring part of excellence that no one talks about, that no one talks about. And I, I'm convinced that if we had more people playing the infinite game of health, of happiness, of high performance, and truly looked at, okay, what can I start and what can I commit to that doesn't require such a massive burning amount of motivation and willpower to be able to do? What if I just got the ball rolling in the right direction with something that I know matters, that I can control, that I'm focusing on every single day, and I do that every day, to start to feed my confidence. And now you can look at, okay, I mean, you might be thinking in the back of your head, well, I know people that have a successful business or are very healthy or are very fulfilled that do a lot more than these small incremental things that you're telling me, Scott. And yeah, I agree. I know a lot of them too. 
but I'm betting the majority of them actually didn't start there. They actually started with something much smaller and they just got into positive forward motion and momentum by doing something very small. That competence of doing a behavior fueled their confidence and what we call the, the confidence competence loop. That competence of doing something fueled their confidence, gave them belief, and then made them want to do more of that thing in the essence of getting the ball rolling in the direction that they wanted to go. So I think in looking at this, your homework is to, we got three different things now from the goal achievement series that we've talked about. Not just what do you want to do, but who do you want to be in 2021? We are looking at not just the importance of a goal, but also how to make the process enjoyable. And part of the reason that I did this last week and I'm doing this one this week is the enjoyable part of whatever the task is that you pick or the thing that matters, the thing that you can control. If you can make that as enjoyable as possible, even if it's something very small and micro, it's going to make it much more likely that you're going to continue to do that behavior. And then this last part is to just pick something. On the way to this end goal or this destination, what is one thing that perhaps you are already doing? Something that you know you could be doing better or something maybe that, you know, I know that I'm focusing on the things that I want to do instead of maybe some of the things that I need to do in my business and I need to reprioritize my focus a little bit. And I'm gonna reprioritize and really just look at doing something small in the thing that matters and in the thing that I can control. Whatever that looks like for you, pick something small and then start stacking that up over time. You will not notice it in a day. You won't notice it in a week. In a month, you'll probably start to notice it. And over the course of a quarter or a year, and if you do it for many years, the entire trajectory of your life looks completely different. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus 
to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.